We believe the Word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. God bless you as you listen to His Word in Jesus' name. I said, Lord, speak to your people through me. I am nothing but a vessel. Use me, minister to someone. Use me, heal someone. Use me, deliver someone. Use me, and lift up someone. This I pray in Jesus' name. And everyone that says, Pet a miracle, can I hear your amen? Be seated in his presence. Let's go to the theme of today. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. Please, if I can have it in NIV, I prefer that. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Verse 7. Break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring peoples in the Arabah, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, and all the coast, to the land of the Canaanites, and to Lebanon, as far as the great river, the Euphrates. Praise the living God. Can I have Exodus? Exodus chapter 33, verse 1 to 3. Still in NIV. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place. You and the people you brought up out of Egypt and go up to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. Verse 2. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Verse 3. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go with you because you are a stiff-necked people. And I might destroy you on the way. Praise the living God. I titled my message. Go up. Advance into abundance. Tuesday, we broke out. Wednesday, we broke out. But tonight, whether the devil likes it or not, you must leave this place and you must go up. I say you must leave the place of poverty. You must leave the place of sickness. 
You must leave the place of barrenness. You must leave the place of fear. You must leave the place of frustration. You must leave this place where there is no promotion. And by the unction and grace of God in this house, you shall go up. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor, you must go up. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. There is a power in the house that will lift you, that will set you up, and you will never, ever remain where you were yesterday. If you believe it, let your amen thunder. God spoke to Moses. And he said to him, you and these people you brought out of Egypt. Which means every member of this church. Men, women, boys and girls. This is a command from God. And tonight, there's going to be a shifting. There's going to be a lifting. There's going to be a promotion. There's going to be a change. Let your amen thunder. Nobody is going to be left behind. The unmarried shall become married. The childless shall have children. The unemployed shall have employment. Those that have no hope shall have hope. Those that don't know where they're going, there shall be divine direction. I guarantee you one thing. Tonight, where you were yesterday, the enemy will come there looking for you. But by the time they come, they will discover that you have relocated. God never, ever designed his people to be static. It is never the plan of God for you. Never. It's not the will of God for you to remain in one position more than five years. Never. Whatever that kept you there. As I was praying yesterday, when I saw what happened here, and I said, God, what am I going to do when I come here tomorrow, he says, son, I'm going with you with two instruments. Number one, there will be ego that will carry people on the wings of ego. He says, son, I've released a towing van. For those that are reluctant to move, for those that their tires are punctured, for those that have no faith and those that have low faith. Listen, a towing van can remove any vehicle and take the vehicle to his destination. Tonight, there's a towing van here. Holy Ghost towing van will pick you and transport you to your destination. From this Exodus chapter 33 where we read, Horeb, was not the destination. I want you to realize where God is taking you to. He says, I am taking them to the land flowing with milk and honey. 
Desert is not your place. Are you hearing the servant of God? Where you are now is not the best place. There is a better place that God is taking you to. A land flowing with milk and honey. Listen to this servant of God. There's a level of wealth you will test. You will hate poverty. Never you settle for little when abundance is available. In John chapter 10 verse 10, the Bible says, The thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Jesus said, but I have come. What did he come to do? What kind of life? Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, managing life is not the best. Abundance is better than managing. And Jesus came to take you to abundant life. I prophesy to you now, by the unction and grace in this house, you must enter abundance. I speak to you in case you think where you are is the will of God. It's not the will of God. It's not. Not at all. Never. 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 I want you to see where God is taking you to. I've come to open your eyes to understand where God has really, really designed for you. Are you in the house? Psalm 84, verse 7. I like that scripture. Psalm 84, verse 7. The Bible says, they go from strength to strength. Everyone that appeared before God in Zion. Listen, you came here on Tuesday. You came here on Wednesday. Today is Thursday. The scripture says, they go from strength to strength. Everyone that appeared before God in Overcomer's Church, every power that have limited you and have withdrawn, have drained away your strength, receive strength to go forward. Yeah. Bible says they don't go one place and remain there. They go from strength to strength, from strength to strength. They go from the post of a messenger and become supervisor, from supervisor to manager, from manager to MD, from MD to chief executive. Receive it in the name of Jesus. If your MM is greater than your neighbor, you shall go ahead of your neighbor. Psalm 75. I love verse 6 and 7. Talking about what God can do. It says, No one promotion does not come from the east, from the west, or from the north or south. Please look at verse 7. Let's read it together. I want to go. But God is the judge. Somebody say, God is the judge. Can I hear you say it loud? What does he do? Every illegal judge that has judged your matter, 
and said, in this company, you will not be promoted. Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Every illegal judge that have judged you and said, now that you are married, come and bump picking, let me see. Today, what shall happen? Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! I stand here to decree every illegal judge that have judged you in your business, that have judged you in your finance, that have even judged you by the tribe where you come from. And they say because you are evil, no matter how you work in this company, you will not be promoted. Holy Ghost! Hear me. I stand on this altar and I decree any illegal judge that is sitting on your promotion as you say amen shall enter into coma now. I say you shall enter coma. I say you shall enter coma. I say you shall enter coma. In the name of Jesus. While you will be in the hospital, your promotion letter will come. That wicked boss that has vowed that as long as he is here, he will not be promoted. It's not the final judge. There is a judge of Supreme Court. There's a judge that judges matters. There's a judge that brings down one man and lifts up another. I stand here by the unction of the Holy Spirit. I pray that any of your case you that have been judged illegally against you, I stand here today. I decree that man will leave that department for you. I say God will take him away from that office. God will take him away from that compound. God will take him away from that shop. God will relocate him. And finally he will be in coma. And while he's in coma, another person will enter the office and write your promotion letter and sign your promotion letter. Before he will come back from hospital, you are already promoted. If you are that person, jump up and shout a bigger amen. Look at the will of God for you, brother. This God is so wonderful. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. But the part of the just is what? Come on, it's what? A shining light. How long does the light shine? It shines what? More and more and more. Unto the perfect day. From today to the day the Lord will call you home. Your path shall shine brighter and brighter. Darkness will not comprehend you. Darkness will not block you. Shadows of death will not block you. Witches will not block you. Your path shall shine brighter. As you step into the office, your business will blossom. Your marriage will blossom. Your children will blossom. Everything around you will begin to shine. If you believe me, let your amen thunder. God has a good plan for us. He says, I know the thoughts I have for you. He's the thought of good and not of evil. To give you an expected end. And the Bible says that the expectation of the righteous 
shall not be cut short. Hear me and hear me this hour. In the name that is above every other name. Whatever that has delayed your expectation. Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! As you say amen, your expectation shall manifest. It shall not be hindered. It shall not be denied. It shall not be prevented. It shall not be obstructed. It shall not be diverted. It shall locate you. If you are the one, let your amen thunder. God is the ultimate lifter. The power to advance is with God. But as a child of God, there are one or two things I want to let you know that you need to do for your advancement to be real. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Listen, yesterday, people fell under the anointing, people vomited things, people were down. I saw power manifested in a wonderful way. But here, this servant of God, everything that happened yesterday is an encounter in the spirit realm. But for real manifestation and for it to come out visibly, you need to do something. One thing that you need to do is active faith in the word of God. What did I say? Active faith in the word. If you fall, if you broke the bread yesterday, and you ate the bread, and as I am here now, you are still responding to feelings. How my body is feeling. Am I sure it worked or it did not work? It may hinder the manifestation of the miracle. Papa said, I quote, if you fell to dethrone your doubt, your doubt will demoralize you and also demote you. If you fail to demote your doubt, your doubt will demoralize you and eventually demote you. Yet the servant of God, doubt is so dangerous. Doubt is so bad. Doubt hinders prayer. But courageous faith answers prayer. Follow me to Numbers chapter 13. Let's see verse 30 and verse 31. Numbers chapter 30, verse 13, sorry, verse 30 and verse 31. Let's look at the screen and say, And Caleb see the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are what well able to do what? To overcome it. Now see verse 31. 
But the man that went with him said, We be not able to go up against the people for what? Oh my goodness, God. Did those people attempted to fight and lost the battle? No. Did the people they saw attack them? No. Was there anything that showed them that they can succeed? No. But how did they fare? Mind. The greatest battle in life is the battle of mind. Every great achiever has one thing in common. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. That is the secret of every great achiever. Every great achiever does not see problem. He sees solution. Every great achiever will always say to himself, I, I, Philip, I can do it. I can do it. St. Paul spoke and said, I can do all things. Through who? Now, what does that actually mean? It simply means trust. Trust not yourself. Depend not on yourself. But have this trust on the capacity, the capability, the omnipotency, and the power that is sending you on an errand. By the time we are discussing about guest speakers that we speak in this program, I suggested, I said, Mama, please, let's invite him in some. Mama, let's invite Zigla Agri. Mama turned to me and said, welcome. You can do it. Clap if you want to clap. When she said you can do it, I, I, I thought, okay, maybe she's only trying to encourage me. But when Sister Chica told me that, Pastor Philip, has mommy called you? I said, for what? He said, no, because you are going to be a guest speaker. I said, is it the normal warfare I used to do? He said, no, 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 you are going to play, you're going to preach for, you know, you know, one hour. I say one hour, me in this church. <laughs> Jesus Christ of Nazareth. <laughs> I went home shivering. Because I have seen great men come to this altar. I have seen the lives of Zili Agri. I've seen the lash of Papa standing on the altar and Budozin. Now, Mama said, It is my turn. Libro de Mosandaya. Hey! I was afraid, but I had a voice that said, Onyaniadi Roshi, Nejokwabawosa. If Mama said I should come, you can't stop me. Say to your neighbor, you can't stop him now. He has a delegated authority. And so tonight, don't just see me. See the mama that sent me. 
And don't just see both of us. See the God that owns the church. When you see us and see God, everything that is a problem in your life, today is eliminated. That sickness is eliminated. That disease is eliminated. That yoke is broken. That curse is broken. I decree you shall go up. You shall no more be stagnated. You shall no more be bound. You shall no more be in prison. Receive your freedom. Receive your advancement. Receive your promotion. Receive your lifting. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Let me tell you what God has so much. Numbers chapter 14, verse 11. Numbers chapter 14, verse 11. Oh my God. Look at the way God Almighty feels when you doubt him. See how God Almighty feels when you cannot believe him. He feels terrible. He feels so bad. He feels that these people can't even believe me. And anytime you doubt, anytime you operate in unbelief, you are saying to God, you are not who you say you are. I don't believe you, God, because I don't think you can do it. You say to God, no, 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 no. Every day they tell me you are God, you are God. But I'm still not sure that you are God. Look at the way he reacted, please. Numbers 14, verse 11. See how God cried over, cried over this matter. Are you in the house? And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will these people provoke me? And how long will it be that they believe me not? For all the signs which I have shown among them. Beloved, on this altar, I have seen divert miracles. I've seen divert healings. In this overcomer's church, I stepped in here 31st March 1991. By 1996, when I was about to be ordained, the enemy struck. I was vomiting blood. I was stooling blood. I was urinating blood. Then my wife carried me to Shalom Hospital at Agoda. They did X-ray and discovered that I had five perforations in my intestine. That was just a few days to my ordination. The devil doesn't want me to be then a pastor. But something happened. Told them, get a taxi, carry me to church. I can't miss this ordination. I was carried to the church. Papa saw me. He went back. Philip, is he you? I said, yes, sir. What happened? I don't know. Why are you like this? I said, sir, 
They said, I have five perforations in my stomach. And I'm bleeding as I'm talking to you right now. But I must stay for this ordination. I said, okay. When it was my turn to be ordained, he went back. He came forward. He lifted up his hand. Take it! Instantly! I fell under the anointing. The five, perf the five perforations were healed. The bleeding ceased. I became normal. My clothes was in the hospital. I went home from the church. I didn't go back to hospital. I have seen miracles in this place. I have seen God in action in this place. I have no doubt what God can do. I stand here to decree that the God that healed me, that God is still in this place. Wherever you are sick, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. God said, after all the miracles that I have done, why do you still doubt me? Overcomers, for three good years, ah, my wife could not take him. Doctor wrote me off. Doctor wrote my wife off. Doctor said that my wife had fibroid. Unless they do oppression, she can't take him. I ran to my friend and he gave me 40,000. I gave the money to my wife. Mama, I hold this money. She looked at me and said to me, so you want me to do oppression? So you want me to die so that you marry another wife? I said, ah, I wasn't taking in that direction. I want you to be healed. I said, okay, no problem. I left thinking that she was in agreement with me. I went to church. I met Otta call. My wife carried 20,000 out of the 40,000 and gave to Otta. Without telling me. I returned home. I said, Mama, I hope that money is intact. Because the way I saw you at the altar today, I was wondering where you got the money from. <laughs> they kept quiet. I said, tomorrow we are going to see the doctor. I said, which doctor? I have given that money to God. I said, what will I tell the man that gave me money? What will I give? What excuse will I give the man? Where do I go from here? He said, I will never do that operation. I must surely have a baby. Child of God, two months later, she became pregnant. That's what faith can do. to the same hospital and the doctor looked at us and laughed Pentecostal pastors why are you people so stubborn if I tell somebody he's sick he will say oh, it's not my portion 
I tell somebody, this sickness can kill you. He said, I will not die. Look at the medical report. Look at the report of the scan. What are you telling me? He said, uh, um, okay, okay. Let's go back to Dunamis and confirm. And we went back to Dunamis. And they carried out their, whatever they call it, is it X-ray or scanning? And the lady wrote, I cannot see any trace of fibroid. All I am seeing is a bouncing baby girl in the womb. Hey, somebody in the house, every problem shall turn to your testimony. That barrenness shall turn to a bouncing baby. I said, that sickness, that fibroid blocking your womb. Now, if you say amen, it shall turn to your miracle. God said, after I have done all this, why do you still doubt me? Why do you still doubt me? Why do you still doubt me? Why? Child of God, delay can come. Prayer can come. Hindrances can come. But there is a God when he promises he can never fail. Sister, hear ye the servant of God. It is written he made them two, male and female. The day you were created he quickly adjusted the spiritual realm and also in one other village unknown to you your husband was born. There is no girl that does not have husband. There is no boy that does not have wife. You may have delay trying to find your own. You may have delay trying to identify your own. Hear ye the servant of God. If any man promised you and disappointed you, don't cry. It's not your husband. Don't cry. It's not your husband. If you even take in and the pregnancy goes out, don't kill yourself. That child has not come to stay. You won't understand. You won't understand. You were here when the man of God ministered. How many miscarriages? Six miscarriages. Six. The one that made me to cry was the one he said he was in the hospital at Lutz. And they placed the lady on bed rest. And he was there all through. Guiding. Making sure that nothing goes wrong. But suddenly, there was need for him to go and bring something that the woman needs. As he left, the devil struck. They called him, come back. That thing that used to happen, have happened. Child of God. You know that that was enough for this man to draw Bible. That was enough. I waited for only three years. That three years was like, like, like a century. I nearly went mad. 
I couldn't bear it. One night, I woke up. I didn't know what to pray. I came to the parlor. I said, God, wherever you are, in case you are holding crusade in America, return now. Before you hear me be here. God, wherever you are, if you are truly God, show up. We must settle this matter. And as I was crying and praying and shouting and shouting, guess who answered me first? The devil. Before God could return from America, the devil was there already. Let me tell you what he told me. He says, son, I know you love God. I know you love God with passion. Go ahead and serve your God. But you see this issue of childbearing. Forget it. He's called me. He called, he, remind, he mentioned six pastors, bishops, archbishops, apostles that have no child. And told me, are you holier than them? Suddenly, I shouted, no! I disagree. My mother gave birth to seven. Seven of us are married. Since I've given birth, why me now? Why me, the only pastor among them? I said, devil, you are a liar. If my mother that was not born again gave birth to seven, why should I agree with you to settle for childlessness? I disagreed. And today, my first daughter, is a law student at Timo State University. I told her you must read law. You know why? When I finished secondary school, I got admission with my friend George Echebelem at Grand Rapids Junior College, Michigan, to read law. George, uncle, paid the school fees. I needed only 5,000 naira to complete my school fees. There was nobody in the whole of my family, my friends and relations that could provide 5,000 naira for me. And so George left, leaving me behind. I stood my ground and I said, Father, I cannot fail. Today, in my village, if you call George, you must call Philip. Clap if you want to clap. take you to a height where nobody expects you to be. Faith! Oh God! Follow me to Numbers chapter 14. Numbers 14. Let's read verse 24. 
Numbers 14, verse 24. But my servants, because he had another spirit with him. Somebody say another spirit. God doesn't use everybody. God doesn't work with everybody. God uses and works with men, women, that have another spirit. What is this another spirit? The spirit that says, let us go up at once and take it. If God be with us, he will give it to us. If God delights in us, he will give it to us. Child of God, let your faith rise above your circumstances and the miracle will enter into your hands. Can I have three amen with grace? There is number two force that can take you to any level. His presence. The presence of God. Anytime his presence is available, impossibilities become possible. Exodus 33, verse 13 to 16. Exodus 33, verse 13 to 16. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. But in the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Look at the next verse. And Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Nobody goes up without his presence. Nobody goes up without his presence. The presence of God carries grace. The grace you need to achieve extraordinary things is embedded in his presence. If I have found grace, God say yes. You have found grace. Because you have found grace, my presence will go with you. And Moses says, sir, please, 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 please. I beg you. I beg you. If your presence cannot go with us, don't take us out here. Because his presence provides divine direction. Somebody say divine direction. If you want to know where and how and when and what time to take action, you need the leading of the Holy Spirit. His presence brings to you and I divine guidance. Let's look at Exodus 13, verse 21 and 22. Talking about his presence. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them. Look at that. Divine direction. 
to guide them on their way. That's why he was following them. That's why he went ahead of them. The reason is to show them the way. If you are confused, you can't advance. If you are disorganized, you can't advance. Your advancement begins when you contact his presence. He went with them by night and by day. He gave them light so that they could travel by day and night. Look at that. Let's see verse 22 quickly. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. That was how they were able to navigate their way through the wilderness. That was how they were able to know which street, which road, which path to follow. Before you take any step in life, ask him, Father, will this thing work? Will this thing work? Will this thing work? Will this thing work? was able to marry my wife today. Thank God I didn't make mistake in marriage. I would have died. I would have died. I was in love with one beautiful figure eight. Dr. Ibe was eyeing her at that time. But I, I went ahead of him, you know. And uh, I thought it was something good. So we got to a level. And I said, God, we are getting too close. We are getting too deep. Is she really my wife? And I prayed one prayer. I said, Father, if she is my wife, let this movement succeed. But if she's not my wife, let us agree to disagree. I went home. Two days later, the lady came with taxi to my house and looked at me and said, Brother Philip, I say yes. He said, uh, I've come to ask you to release me. I said, why? He said, this, we are incompatible. We are not compatible at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. We are not compatible at all. Half of all these things we are doing is children's joke. Leave me, let me go. So we agreed to disagree. She left. One week, two weeks, I was coming to church. Reverend Simeon saw me at the gate. Looked at me. He said, ah, for two Sundays now, I have not seen you with Sister Chi. I said, Sister Chi has left me. He said, God save you. God save you. He said, the girl that used to beat her father up and down. In fact, if she finished beating you, eh, church members will not recognize you. 
I said, oh God, you know all these things you didn't tell me. He said, eh, not be the follow the girl up and down. <laughs> hey! I had to withdraw. I went back to camp again and cried to God. I said, Father, give me a wife. Give me a wife. That one I took by myself. No work. And I had him clear. He said, return. The lady you will marry will come to your house. We give you a gift. Inside that gift, there will be a white handkerchief. That's your wife. Three days later, my wife came. Gave me an envelope. I opened it. I saw white handkerchief. Clap if you want to clap. I asked her, what is all this? Because by then, eh, my wife was issue. There was no, it's only Sister Gladys that was her mother then. So, there was nothing like friendship. Answer, what is all this? He said that I prayed for her sometime and God answered the prayer. So, God led her to give me this thing. I was talking in my mind, why white handkerchief? I will stop there. I won't even tell you how I toasted that you will call me Mugu. <laughs> the cloud, the pillar never left them. Follow them to show them the way. Not only that. His presence Divided the sea. For the Bible said, when Moses lifted up the rod, it was not the rod of Moses that divided the sea. It was God that parted the sea. When Moses lifted the rod, Jehovah appeared. The one that created the sea and created the ocean. Said to the sea, get out. Ow, out. And the Bible said the people passed on the dry ground. Tonight, every river that you could not cross, as you say amen, the Lord will divide the sea. The Lord will divide the red sea. And you shall advance. You shall go forward. You will not be stagnated. 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 In the name of Jesus. His presence makes one to have rest. Moses said, how can we be distinguished? How can we be distinguished 
amongst others if your presence does not go with us. Child of God, when his presence goes with you. I don't know how many of you listening to Pastor Imabeth's testimony. When that lady carried the presence of God, I'm robbers that she never knew from Adam. Gave a command. Return her phone. Return her money. Don't ever touch her. She's one of us. Listen. His presence. He says, I will go with you and you shall find favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Can you imagine? Can you imagine I'm robber? I'm robber fighting for somebody. The man took the phone, gave me. Come on, will you give me that phone before I beat you? The woman handed the phone. The man said, I've warned you for the last time. Give me the phone. Gave it back to the woman. Crossed the road. Stop a vehicle and said, Run for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, His presence will fight your battle. His presence will defeat your enemies. His presence will disorganize your enemies. The people that are supposed to kill you will begin to fight for you. The people that are supposed to hurt you will begin to protect you. In the name of Jesus. Finally, you need faith. You need his presence. But you must be ready to fight. You must be what? Ready to fight. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. Are you in the house? Let, let's look at this scripture, please. So wonderful. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them might do what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. War a good warfare. Why? Paul laid hand on Timothy and prayed for him. The elders gathered, laid hand on Timothy and prayed for him. And there were prophecies. Timothy, God has called you. Timothy, God is going to use you. Timothy, God has placed in you the anointing that will make impossibilities possible. Timothy, as long as God lives, your ministry will flourish. Paul called him privately and said, can I talk to you now as a father, as an experienced father in this work? You see those prophecies, they are nothing but promissory notes. They are nothing but what? Promissory notes. It is not yet cash. For you to turn a promissory note to cash, you must war a good warfare. 
Sometimes you come to crusade and you hear, the Lord said to me, there's a woman here, by the grace of God, by this time tomorrow, you are going to give birth to twins. Praise the Lord. That is what? Prophecy. Somebody say prophecy. I can't hear you say prophecy. You know why I love Papa, why I'm missing him so much? He's the only man of God that will give you prophecy and also tell you what to do so that the prophecy will work. Other prophets will say, hey, I see you riding on a jeep by this time tomorrow. How is the jeep going to come? Maybe you're unemployed. But Timothy and his mentor, his spiritual father, sat down as father and son. He said to him, you, hear, you see all these things that are telling you, all this prophecy, all this hand we've laid on you, all these things we have prayed, Timothy, if you want it to manifest, fight what? A good warfare. Somebody say a good warfare. You remember that when God called this poor, experienced man, he left everything he was doing. I went to Arabia for 40 days. He fasted and prayed. When Jesus Christ was about to start his ministry, for 40 days, he went to the wilderness. He fasted and prayed. When he was about to be killed, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. He fasted and prayed. Child of God, why do you think that all you need to do is confession is equal to possession? If you can confess, you possess. If you possess, you confess. If you confess, you possess. Listen, whatever you are confessing that is not in your heart, not originated by the Holy Spirit in you, is another man's prophecy. They say, they say, they, they taught us in our church that confession is equal to possession. That thing you are confessing, is it really in your heart? Did you even believe it? Did you even agree with it? Is it a reality? Did your heart accept it? If your heart accepted it, St. Paul said, fight what? A good fight. Am I communicating here? Am I communicating here? You know when the man of God was on the altar, he says St. Paul was in the, in the ship and he was going and he decreed. I looked at that scripture and I saw where it was written. St. Paul said, I fasted. Since we entered this boat, I never ate anything. Since we entered this boat, I've never taken anything. I have been on the fast. And while he was fasting, God now spoke to him and said to him, no life shall be lost. Stop sleeping too much. Too much sleeping is hindering your breakthrough. Too much sleeping is hindering your advancement. Stop living on the pretense that you are an overcomer. Oh, Jesus. Mama have prayed for me. Thank God for Mama. Listen. I was doing deliverance on one lady and she told me, say, Pastor, as she was coming, that some of them stopped on the way. They say, we know that man. Go and meet him first. When you are going, we will join you and return back home. 
some demons that cannot follow you. When mama is praying for you, they will go and wait outside. Oh, I've experienced so many things in deliverance. Then we go and wait outside. What are they waiting? By the time you finish, in the night, as you close your eye, uh, they just gather. They will see Chop rice. Chop pomo. Chop raw meat. By the time you finish eating in the dream, you woke up. Not the person go tell you. The next thing is, ah, this deliverance no work. Why is it that it did not work? You refuse to maintain the miracle. Listen, it is one thing to get miracle. It's another thing to maintain it. It's one thing to get deliverance. Demons, they respect mama. So when mama shout, go, they go. But please, when we finish in the church, go home and continue from there. Our business here is to teach you the way. Your miracle is left for you to actualize the dream. I can't follow you and sleep in your room. I can't follow you and enter bus. No, no pastor will be following you up and down. How many are we? But when we teach you, go home and practice it. Fight a good fight. Why? But we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But we wrestle against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. And the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds. And St. Paul said, a great and effectual doors have been opened for me. Jesus Christ, what followed next? He said, but there are many adversaries. Did God open door? Yes. Is it a good door? Yes. An effective door? Yes. A fervent door? Yes. But what happened? Many adversaries. By the time you begin to war warfare on your own, you will conquer bigger grounds. Rise on your feet and shout a big hallelujah. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. So, O oh Lord my God, I come in the name of your son Jesus. I stand in agreement with the servant of God and the word of God that says, go up. By the power in the word of God, I command every power resisting my advancement to bow in Jesus' name. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Every power resisting my advancement. Power resisting my advancement by the power in the name of Jesus. Every power resisting my advancement. Tonight in the name of Jesus. Powers resisting our bow, 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 bow. Bow tonight in the name of Jesus. 
forever they are, ah, oh God, let them bow, let them bow, let them bow, let them bow. Begin to decree. It is written at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. At the name of Jesus. Sickness shall bow. At the name of Jesus. Devils bow. I command every power resisting my advancement. Bow. 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 Say anything in me. Anything in me. Inside me. Inside me. Say no to my advancement. Say no to my advancement. Wherever you are hiding. Wherever you are hiding. I chase you away by fire. I chase you out by Pray fire. Pray us in the name of Jesus. Every demonic spirit that entered me. And you are saying no to my advancement. You are not planted by God. Root it out. Uproot it. Pull it out. Destroy it. Cross that power and decree by the authority. The name of Jesus. Be uprooted by fire, by fire, by fire, by fire. Be thou uprooted. Whatsoever that within us, oh my God, tonight we root it out. We root it out. We root it all out. All out. All out. By the power in the name of Jesus, whatsoever it is within us, oh my river, Satan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please think. Think about your life. Identify the area of your life you are not advancing. Is it education? Is it in finance? Is it in health? Locate that particular area that you are not making progress as you're supposed to. Please, if you're here, you are not married. I want you to address that issue now. If you're here and you're trusting God for fruit of the womb, I want you to address that issue now. If you're here as a pastor, you are preaching, but the church is not growing. Address that matter now. If you are here, signs and wonders are not following you. Address that matter now. Listen, if you are here, they, take, they, they always select others and abandon you. It's an issue. It's an issue. It's an issue. 
Say, oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Any area of my life. Any area of my life. That the devil is holding me hostage. That the devil is holding me hostage. By force, by fire. By force, by fire. I jump out. I jump out. Pray, 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 pray. Take yourself out of that stagnation. Out of that stagnation. I jump out of barrenness. I jump out of lack. I jump out of poverty. I jump out of sickness. I jump out of delay. I jump out of disappointment. I jump out, out, out by the power in the name of Jesus. Take a step of faith. Take a step of faith. You can leave your place. Leave your place. Leave your place. And begin to take it. Begin to decree. As this service is up, I will not remain static. I will not remain stagnant. I jump out of it. I jump out of it. I jump out of frustration. I jump out of reproach. I jump out of barrenness. I jump out of childlessness. I jump out. Out. Child of God, move out. Pray, pray, pray. Exercise radical faith. Exercise radical faith. Exercise radical faith. Exercise radical faith. Get out of that nation. Get out of reproach. Get out of that delay. The Holy Ghost is here. The presence of God is here. The anointing of God is here. Take a step of faith and walk out. Take a step of faith. Step into your abundance. 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 Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Pray non-stop. Pray, pray, pray. It's time to advance. 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 What a good warfare. What a good warfare. What a good warfare. Child of God, keep praying, keep moving, keep praying, keep moving. Don't stay one place. Keep praying, keep moving, keep praying, keep moving. Don't attract listeners. Keep praying, keep moving. Keep praying, keep moving. That's the prayer point of now. That's the prayer point of now. Advancing, 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 advancing. Anything blocking your way, tell him, let me pass. 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 I must advance. I must advance. God has spoken. I take a step of faith. 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 I step into my wealthy place. I step into the land flowing with milk and honey. I step into a new level. I step into a new status. I step into a new location. I leave this place of shame. I walk into glory. Step out of 
of shame and walk into glory. Step out 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 of sickness and walk into health. Walk into your new land. Walk into the land flowing with milk and honey. Now, in Jesus' name we pray. I should pray this prayer. Do like this. Give way. Give way. Give way. Everything that blocked my way, give way. Are you ready right now? Yes. Are you ready right now? In Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24, God said to Moses, I've given you Shehon. Contend with him in battle. And when he got there, he said to Shimon, can we pass? He said, no way. You can't pass here. He said, please let me pass. He said, no, you can't pass here. Before you know it, God said to him, contend with him. Contend with him in battle. Contention simply means resist everything that tries to stop you. Contention means resist everything that tries to stop you. As you pray this prayer, move about. Come on, give way, give way. Begin to decrease, say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. I command every power. I command every power. On my way. On my way. Right now. Right now. Let me pass. Open your hands and begin to cast Give way. Give way. Let me pass. Give way. Let me pass. Give way. Give way. Give way. Give way. Let me pass. Give way. Obstacle. Give way. Limitation. Give way. Let me pass. Resist everything that intends to stop you. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.